When I read the David and Goliath story this time, my mind immediately filled with stories of those small folk who went up against great power and evil in their world. Meg Murray from Madeline Lingle's A Wrinkle in Time, who faces the dark thing engulfing planets and threatening to engulf her father and her little brother, Charles Wallace. Frodo Baggins from Tolkien's Lord of the Rings trilogy, who faces the task of destroying the One Ring and the evil Sauron to save Middle-earth. And Luke Skywalker from George Lucas's Star Wars, the original trilogy, who faces his own heritage and the power of the dark side to, to save the universe. And there are countless others, but these are some of my favorites. And when I read the gospel account of Jesus calming the storm on the Sea of Galilee, I'm always struck by the disciples' sudden fear. We're only four chapters into Mark, the gospel that really moves along. Look at what they've already witnessed. Jesus' healing, cleansing, or care for the following. A man with an unclean spirit, Simon Peter's mother-in-law, a leper, a paralytic, a man with a withered hand. You would think that after all this seemingly miraculous healing that they would get it. That Jesus is something pretty special. But... As Jesus explained to us last week in the parable of the sower, the disciples are, at least in this scene, like seeds that fall on rocky ground. When trouble or persecution arises, immediately they fall away. Now in their defense, many of the disciples were experienced fishermen, so this must have been a particularly powerful storm the first thing out of their mouths to be, do you not care that we are perishing? That's pretty shocking. And Jesus' response is surprising as well. He speaks not to the disciples, but directly to the wind and the sea. Peace, be still. And the wind and the sea obey. Notice, Jesus does not say to the disciples, there is nothing to be afraid of. Instead, he asks them, why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? In effect, he's asking, haven't you been paying attention? I'm right here, right here with you, no matter what. We'll go back to my favorite characters at the beginning for a moment. Meg and Frodo and Luke face incredibly scary, incredibly dark, incredibly powerful things. They don't face them all alone. Meg has Calvin O'Keefe, Mrs. What's-It, Mrs. Who, and Mrs. Witch. Frodo has Samwise Gamgee, Mary, Pippin, Gandalf, and Aragorn. Luke has Leia, Han, Chewie, C-3PO, and R2-D2. Success that each of our heroes has is directly related to the presence of their sidekicks, their ride-or-die friends, their faithful companions. 
saying there is nothing to be afraid of is different from saying do not be afraid. In our world, some very fearful things exist. Isolation, remember? <laughs> pain, rejection, financial problems, addiction, failure, illness, even death. But as Christians, as ones who seek to grow in our faith, we come to understand that even these fearful things do not have the last word. They do not have ultimate power over us because the God of our understanding is mightier than anything this old world might throw at us. Over and over in Scripture, the word is, do not be afraid. That sentence could be the first and last word of the gospel. The word the angels speak to the terrified shepherds is the same word spoken at the tomb when the women discover it empty. Do not be afraid. Not because there are no fearsome things in this sea we find ourselves wallowing in. Not because there are no storms, no fierce winds or waves. Because God is with us. We don't have the luxury of having the mortal Jesus in the boat with us like the disciples did. But we do have each other. Sidekicks, as it were. To bolter us, bolster us. To kick us in the seat of the pants when we need it. Just be present with us when things look dark. And we reflect Jesus to one another when we stay in the boat together. Last week when our good friend Kevin McKay died, I posted a bit attributed to Julian of Norwich. If there is anywhere on earth a lover of God who is always kept safe, I know nothing of it, for it was not shown to me. But this was shown, that in falling and rising again, we are always kept in that same precious love. He did not say, you shall not be tempest-tossed. He did not say, you shall not be work-weary. He did not say, you shall have not disease. He said, you shall not be overcome. Let us stick together. We're stronger together. And we're not alone. God in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit is always with us. If you see someone who's fallen or worse, been tossed out of their boat, invite them into ours. Plenty of safe room here in the boat and at the table. Amen.